This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Corson, here with my buddy as usual, Eric Bradley. And today, we're talking to new country group Temecula Road. We talk about a couple of sisters getting inspired watching Carrie Underwood on American Idol at four years old, how a vocal coach introduced them to Dawson, and how performing on The Bachelor just bumped performing on the Grand Old Opry as their biggest moment. We caught up with them the morning after they performed Everything I Love on The Bachelor. Here's our chat with Maddie, Emma, and Dawson, Temecula Road, Behind the Rose. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having us. Yeah, congrats on the success. Big night last night. Big night. <laughs> How was that? Like, social media-wise, were you guys just, like, you know, just scrolling through everything and all your mentions and all your tags? And, and all that? big morning as well. You guys are number eight currently, right, on Apple? I think we're number six. On- oh, oh, wow. There you go. Oh, it was like, yeah, no, no, number six. Our phones have been literally blowing up since it aired on the East Coast last night. And it's like, they're still blowing up. It's crazy. Right. It's been so cool to see, like, just all the friends and family and fans reaching out, you know, showing their love. And the coolest thing for us is that we we watch the show, you know, we, we watch it religiously we've watched seasons in the past and the girls actually got me hooked on it and uh i watched ben's season was my first season watched the whole thing through so when we got this opportunity i mean we were like literally screaming like bouncing off the walls and being there and on set and like watching how it goes down was like the coolest thing ever and then we had to keep it uh you know kind of couldn't tell anybody for a, a right. couple months and then so last night was really good it was kind of like this long awaited moment for us but yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild that if you think about it, like playing on that show, you're playing in front of millions of people, you know, I it's know. pretty crazy. Like, the, yeah, it's it's wild to think about. We had no idea what the shots were going to look like. We knew what the audio was going to be, but um, we had to do our own hair. We had glam for makeup, but I was terrified. I was like, God, what if I have a rat's nest in the back of my hair? <laughs> we had no idea. Hey, you should, now you know what we feel like every day when we're on that damn show. It's like, am I going to look like an idiot today? Am I going to look like an idiot tomorrow? It's like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. yeah. You guys crushed it. You guys, you guys did really well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Really excited to watch you guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dude, I was, I was going to say, like, if you're actually on the show, you're like, that's every day for me, not just one performance. Right? It's that's like, like waking yeah. up in the morning, going to get breakfast at the pool. You're like, how do I look today? And yeah. cameras like everything. Yeah. It's like, what's my edit going to be like today? You know, it's like one of those. Yeah. You just <laughs> right. have no control, you know? So Literally. it's a weird feeling, but. We're definitely going to talk a lot of Basher. We'll talk a lot of Basher there at the end too, because I want you guys have been watching the season, obviously. So I want to get some some picks of your your favorites this season. But I also want to get to know you guys, like Maddie and Emma. You guys are our sisters, uh, and Dawson. You guys are just longtime friends. Like, was this like planned since you guys were like babies? Like, is this some Jackson Five stuff? Like, like <laughs> when? How did this all come together? Dude, I'm just the weird guy that comes over too much. Um, but <laughs> no, we. Uh, I'm originally from North Carolina. I was born in Raleigh, which is also where Matt was born too, which is cool. Oh, okay. I don't know where he's born, but that's where he's from. But from Raleigh, North Carolina, and I moved to Temecula, California, which is a city in Southern California. It's like in between San Diego and LA for all the listeners that don't know where that is. Um, and I moved there and the girls are always been from that area. And we met through a vocal coach. I was, I think, 14. Emma was 14. Maddie was 13. So we had just met. Uh, it was very like my second lesson. She was like, I, I just got these two girls I think you would sing really well with. And I was like, yeah, cool. And so, and I just didn't know any of the singers trying to get me into the community out there. And um, 
I mean, we hit it off from day one. They, they showed me how to sing a harmony and I, my mind just, blew, I was blown. I was like, I can't even believe this. This is the most magical thing I've ever done. And uh, we became best friends and started hanging out more than we were singing. And then uh, just kind of were doing our own things and, and living life and going to school. And then it was about a year later, maybe a year and a half, when we decided to become an official band oh, wow. uh, after singing around town. So it wasn't planned. I mean, it, it's so cool about what I love about our story is that it really was like just best friends getting together. And of course, like their sisters have been singing together their whole lives, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I met them in just instant connection. Like, wow, this family is amazing. I love their, their parents. And so it all kind of worked out. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how we started. Eddie and Emma, like, have you guys just been like singing, you know, since you guys were like, you know, in diapers, like, how does that work? You guys just always been very musically inclined, I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, I started singing basically since I could talk, but I really got interested in it. When Carrie Underwood was on American Idol, I was four. Wow. I was, like, <laughs> I was like looking at the TV and I told my mom, like, I want to be like her when I grow up. Wow. And she's like, still my inspiration to this day. But that's how I got super interested in music. Yeah. Okay. So our parents always had CMT on the TV. So we would come up with dance moves to the music videos. And we have an older sister as well, who's a great singer. But for some reason, Maddie and I just... We always meshed. I, for some reason, I don't know where it came from because my, our family, it really isn't musical, but I picked up harmonies at a super young age. So she would be singing along to Carrie and I would pick out a, har- a harmony at like five or six years old. So we'd be driving in the car and my mom would be like, what are you singing? Like, that's not the melody. I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. So you're going to have to describe harmony to me because maybe I, maybe there are listeners that don't know either. What exactly do you mean by harmony? Like I know for, you know, from the most part, but what do you mean by that? So I guess harmony is just like, so there's the one and then there's, which is the melody. Mm-hmm. And then there are different parts that work within the chord. So with us, we can sing a three part harmony. It makes the perfect chord. So mm-hmm. we were together, we would do it for you right now. And part of, we would just do it, but it's going to have so much delay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Interesting. So I'm guessing not many people can do that. That's like a big deal, right? Like the harmony isn't easy. Like, <laughs> like you can learn it, but it's also one of those things where like, if you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. So yeah. Gotcha. And it, it's also too, like coming from somebody that didn't originally hear them. I mean, at one point I was literally, they would have to show me note for note, word for word, what to sing because I couldn't hear it mesh together. And then the longer you work with it, the more you start to kind of hear it. And so now I hear them too. I'm not nearly as good as Emma, but I, you know, can hear them and, and kind of piece them together myself as well. Um, and it's just, I don't know, you just, you, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And there really is an art form to it. Just the way you, you say your, sing your vowels and the way you, you structure your words and, and how long you hold notes out and your stops and starts. Right. Like it's really an art form and we, we take it super seriously. Like we get together, we get a metronome going. So there's a click and we're like, trying to be as robotic as possible. And then when you hear us on stage, it just sounds super great. But like, if you listen to those things individually, be like that's really interesting that you're singing it so like robotic or whatever, yeah. but it's just for the, for the main sound, you know, it'll kind of propel it. So kind of a fun secret to the harmony. No, I said, this is why I like this podcast because I learned something new every day. Like I didn't, I have already heard harmony, you know, for years, but I didn't exactly know what that meant. So that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Has country always been what like your goal is as far as like your genre uh, obviously, you guys are all in Nashville, but is that something you've always wanted to do is the country music scene? Yeah, when we started singing um, as the three of us, we never even like really talked about like, oh, what genre do we want to do? It's just kind of like we've all always loved country and that's just like kind of what we gravitated towards. And that's like pretty much all we want to do. Mm-hmm. Our family is from Oklahoma and Dawson's originally from North Carolina. So we have a lot of country in our blood and our 
our grandparents are farmers and his family, you know, they grew up hardworking. His grandma mowed the lawn until she was 100 years old. So oh, wow. we just always <laughs> grown up. We were just talking about that story last night, but we've uh, <laughs> always grown up listening to country music. So it's just in our blood. Yeah, it runs deep, man. It runs deep. Have you guys ever thought about trying other things or are you guys kind of, because it's so funny. We have a lot of, we've interviewed a lot of different country music artists on the podcast and some of them are like, I'm going to be country till the day I die. And some of them are like, no, I'd like to try, you know, out a little bit of different genres here and there. Is that something you guys have thought about or right now you're just kind of riding the wave you're on? I think like for the most part, you know, we're trying to, we're always going to stay rooted in country, I think. And and for right now, trying to build, you know, our band and brand uh, in country. And that's just what we love the most and what we love doing every single day. You know, I, I would obviously like just the more listeners we can reach, the better, you know. And if we cross over into a, into a more like pop world, that would be really cool in terms of, like in terms of listeners. But I think we always really want to stay rooted in country. And like, I, I think that nowadays, you know, it's a lot easier to get record music. Like who knows in 15 years, you know, we might want to do something a little different. You know, artists will try different things. Um, right. And that could be fun. That could be great. We could do, we could do like a rock record. You see like right. tons of artists, Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus and all these people are like, you know, they kind of do different things and you can like, we, the, the beauty about us is we love all kinds of music. So, I mean, it's definitely something we're open to, but right now we're, we're sticking in the country yeah. zone and absolutely loving it, man. Getting to work with all yeah. the tours here and, just moving to Nashville in 2019 and then COVID hit 2020. So we moved in May. So yeah. we really only had like nine months in Nashville before, um, wow. before everything kind of shut down. So I'm still ready to experience the city some more as soon as things kind of open back Absolutely. up. Yeah. And good music is good music. So say we release a record and, you know, it crosses over just like Golden Hour did, you know, Casey played Coachella, like that would be incredible. So yeah, exactly, music is good music. And as long as people love it, then who cares? Amen. And and I, I totally agree because I think 20 years ago, that question might have been different because you couldn't really, you know, you had to almost stay in country. But now, nowadays, music is it just transcends all kinds of different genres. So it's pretty cool that like you just said, Taylor Swift can do a, like a rock out. Miley Cyrus can do what she does, but still have like country roots and everything. So yeah. I definitely think it's it's not even like good music is good music. So Yeah. And I love that. I think you just do what you want and, and what makes you feel good. Like make the music that you love. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're got, you got to be the one to sing it all every single yeah. time. You know? yeah. <laughs> and you're the one doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. We're always changing as people, you know, so it's like yeah. you want to lock yourself in a corner for the rest of your life. So, I mean, like he said, country is definitely where our heart is, but who knows, maybe down the line we'll do something different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. And I do want to get into kind of like, um, I don't know, you guys, big break. We talked about moving to Nashville and kind of, you know, um, COVID hit and all that. So we're going to do that right after this. All right. So you guys, you know, get moved to Nashville, 2019, COVID hits, quarantine, all that in Nashville. <laughs> What was that like? Have you guys been doing like, you know, Zoom like meetings with your, your you know, your uh, label, like songwriting over Zoom? Like, what has that been like this last year? Yeah, our, um, Emma and my parents bought a house in Florida, like the 30A area in like November of 2019, which really came in clutch when quarantine hit because yeah. we all went there. My other sister, her kids, her husband, there was like 10 of us in this oh. house. Yeah. And we just like, it like we were all just there because that was like the peak of it and we definitely that was even before like zoom songwriting started so we started with doing a lot of live streams and instagram tiktok stuff and then zoom writing started and we've we're still doing that yeah a year later 
We were in Florida for 10 weeks, about 10 of us in one house for 10 weeks. So it was crazy. And we were working literally nonstop from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're just doing live streams and writing and stuff like that. It was a really, really, really fun time period because we all got so close. My boyfriend was there. Um, Maddie's boyfriend came to visit and we we were just all together. So, um, but we were there from March to May. So May came around and we were like, all right, like we got to get back to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zoom has single-handedly kept us in the game. And it was a lot of people that have said the same thing. I mean, just whether it's the Nashville or whether it's writing with people um, or, or label meetings or whatever. I mean, we signed with Warner without even meeting them in person. Well, like we said, we met with them five years ago, but mm-hmm. I haven't met with them in recent times. And our a guy over there, uh, Rohan, our main a guy, Rohan, we haven't even met him in person. He wasn't at Warner when we met five years ago with them. So it's just crazy, but it's been good. Like we obviously prefer and miss the human interaction. Like we're so, we're very social people. Right. We love being around everybody. I love to talk all the time and, you don't quite get that, but at the same time, like we think about it all the time. If this happened 15 years ago, back when Skype was like barely a thing, I don't even know if it was a thing 15 or if it was, it was not this quality. I mean, we couldn't be doing these kinds of podcasts. We wouldn't be able to, you know, most people didn't have it or had those cameras. So the fact that if you have an iPhone, you're good, which everybody does, you know, or a smartphone, you can literally zoom with whoever and see people. So it's been good to stay connected, but we definitely yeah. miss the real deal. No, absolutely. I tell you what, I, I'm impressed. You guys were 10 weeks together. That, that can either be a total nightmare or, or go super smoothly. And it sounds like it went pretty smooth. Like, you really have a choice because Maddie and I are sisters. So we're like, well, sure. we're, already, we're already related. We live together oh. anyway. So and just like I normally do, I've been doing my whole life. I just slipped on down there myself. <laughs> it was so great because the house was, it was, it was decent size, it was like 20, like, like 2000 square feet or 2200. But you know, when you get that many people in and, and, uh, their older sister and husband had, um, two babies at, at the time was five, six months and three years. Oh so God. it was like, Oh, you know, and I was on an air mattress for 35 nights. I counted it and like, <laughs> and, and it was like a twin air mattress in this hallway that could barely, I mean, if you put, you couldn't even fit two of them side by side. That's how, that's how skinny it was. And I, uh, it was funny to have this you know, we have this routine or I had this routine every single day. I'd wake up, I would put the air mattress against the wall. I would pack up all of my cables. Like I had just gotten there. Cause I'm like, you know what? This is annoying for me having to do this every day, but I just know like when the tensions start to rise, cause it will, I mean, when you get them, of course, of course, you don't have the privacy, it'll rise. And like the, it's the little things, right? So it's like anything I can do or that we can all do to like make this experience you know, better. We, I, I want to do it. So I was like, even just if you're like pissed off one day and you're walking through cables and you're like, dang it, Dawson, having to step Fucking over Dawson, damn yeah. cables. Right. Exactly. Like even just that for me, I was like those little mental things that you don't even realize. I'm like, let's try to do as much of that as we can. And we did a great job. I mean, yeah. at the end we were all like, all right, we're ready for our break. But, um, you know, yeah, we got into a few fights, not going to lie. Oh, absolutely. Of yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. We, of course, man, it's yeah. a band happens. And, um, but yeah, getting out of there was good and we got a lot done and like we were able to, you know, sign with Warner while we were, well, it was a little later, but we, you know, kind of set that foundation while we were there. So, I mean, no complaints and it was, it was, we were just blessed to be able to be together and, and kind of get out of Nashville, which at the time was crazy. I mean, you could yeah, it's bad idea, food yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I love that you guys kind of talked about how you did the live streams, you did the TikTok, you did all that. I think right now is such like all these bands who have embraced that have been able to still stay not only relevant, but even more like even blow up bigger. You know, you guys all have great social media following. What kind of TikToks do you guys do in live streams and things like that? Because I think it's fantastic. You guys have embraced that because some musicians like I'm not going to do that, you know, and I feel like they've fallen behind nowadays, you know? Absolutely. Where can people find you on TikTok as well? 
So you can find us on TikTok at Temecula Road. We started this thing called the Harmony Challenge where one of us would like walk into the room where the other two were and be like, hey, harmonize to this. And one of us would start singing and they would have to sing along. And we wanted like other people to do it or right. we would do like an acapella cover of a song or something like that. Okay. Have the occasional dance ones too, don't worry. Of course, you gotta throw a dance in there. We have a few more ideas coming with the new song, Everything I Love, so stay tuned for that. We have yeah. um, exciting ideas for that too, so. Ah, oh, good, I'll stay tuned. It was cool we were able to go to those beaches down in Florida, but everything was shut down. There's no, you couldn't Airbnb, the beaches were closed. So we, I mean, literally we were at the house like all day long. So we started to kind of lose our minds. We're like, well, let's let's just start becoming TikTok dancers as well. Like, Cause we got the time, <laughs> might as well. So we we had fun with it. Um, and with live streams and stuff, what we were trying to capitalize on is like live music. We don't have that anymore. Like we want to get as much live music out there. And I mean, it's it's like I said, it's not the same, but it's better than nothing and be able to to be able to like communicate with fans and um, play new music or songs that they love or whatever, you know, on on a live stream like it's it's it was awesome so and we had a lot of guests like we we did like a temecula road off the road tour so we're like you know off the road and it was super casual we would just be like yeah like three o'clock every we were doing i think we were doing them like every other day or and at one point we did like one a week or i'm sorry one every single day it was crazy but we would get like friends we would text our buddies be like hey like do you guys want to jump on and like sing some songs like we'll just trade off like we'll just do like a thing and um We'll, what do you call it, like split or share the live mm-hmm. we'll just trade off for like two three songs like a writer's round style and we had so much fun doing that i love how creative musicians have been able to get through all this you know it's so cool to see and i can't wait i'm sure you guys will we'll talk about it i'm sure you guys got some music in the works and everything that you've been you know obviously working on through COVID and everything so i just love how creative musicians have gotten over the last you know year year and a half so it's pretty cool to see but i do want to talk about what you got coming up but i want to talk about your big break and everything uh right after this All right, guys. So everybody has that one moment where they were like, either something went right, they kind of changed their whole life. What would that be for Temecula Road? Like, what was that moment? Or do you have one? If it wasn't The Bachelor on Monday, it would probably be, um, we had our Grand Ole Opry debut in late 2019. So it would either be that, but honestly, now it's probably changed to The Bachelor. Yeah. I would say the same thing. Our dream was to stand in the circle at the Opry. So the fact that we got to do that was just amazing. And we played at the Ryman also. That's actually where we made our debut. So um, it was Maddie and my first time at the Ryman and we performed there. So that was playing there. That's wild. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, such a rite of passage in this, in this industry. I mean, and it's such an honor. I mean, we've talked to people who have played it a hundred times and they're like, it never gets less it never gets easier. You're still nervous. You're still the same nervous you were before. I mean, it's just, there's a lot, uh, you know, a lot of weight on your shoulders when you, you know, there's, there's just so much history and so like just every legend who's ever been in country has stepped on that stage, you know? And so it's like, it's a lot to live up to, but it's a, it's a cool thing. And then, yeah, the bachelor was like probably the biggest opportunity It's our first real national, uh, TV debut. So it was really, really cool. I'm going to be on cloud nine for the next like two weeks. Good, good. You just, you guys deserve it. You guys, you guys crush it. And let's talk more about that. Do you guys have any like funny behind the scenes there? Because yeah, because when we were talking with Scotty McCreary too, yeah, Scotty said the production day was so long that Chris Harrison came up to his bus and they were just sipping whiskey. Yeah. And Chris (laughs) Harrison were just sipping whiskey together. Damn. That sounds nice. Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
We didn't get to meet Chris. I was so sad. Oh, oh, that's a bummer. We had to quarantine in our hotel rooms for a total of six days. We could go like outside for one of the one of the days, and it was like freezing cold. Oh no, really? So we didn't. <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun. We we all had separate rooms, so we didn't get to see each other for like four days. Emma and I were right across the hall, so we would hear like each other's food come. We would like open the door at the same time. Okay. What'd you get? <laughs> yeah, right across the hall. We we yeah. it was so cool. Like they they took such good care of us. We going into it, we obviously knew it was going to be awesome, but we we're like, man, it's such a big show. I mean, there's so like the production's got to be huge on it. There's so many people, so many cameras, like got to light so many different places to capture everything and cut it all together. We thought it was going to be kind of chaotic, but it was the most smooth run production we have ever experienced in our lives. We had this girl, Shima, who was part of production, who was basically like, Do you know Shima? Yep, I know Shima. Do you know Shima? Oh, yeah. She's the oh, yeah. best. Yeah, she's Shima, great. Please, if you're listening to this, we love you and miss you. We <laughs> talk about you all the time. <laughs> Honestly, we should text her. We, we'll take a picture of this and I'll shoot it. We'll there you shoot go, there you go. Text. But, um, she was amazing. Like, not only was she extremely helpful, but she was also like, hey, how was the COVID test? You guys doing good? Or like on our off days, she'd be like, you guys bored? Like, you need something to do? She just was thinking about us as people too, which was really, really cool. And it was great. We had butlers like on the hall, which were, you know, oh, yeah. draw you a bath and make you a drink and 24-hour room service. So we would, I was like in the tub at like 2 a.m. with like two beers and a pizza. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they treat everybody real well. I think, like you said, they got their shit together, man. They've been doing this for like 25 years. You know what I mean? Like they know exactly what to do and to do it. It's pretty cool. So how was it when you guys were on stage? Did you guys get to like rehearse obviously before and everything? Or was it pretty much just like go as soon as, as soon as that quarantine was over? We got to do um, a couple takes before they actually got there. Just like practice takes, get all the nerves out. Yeah, right. But you'd think the nerves would go away. But as soon as they walked in, I was literally like shaking. I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to ruin them. And then it's, it, it was super cute to see them there. But they're they're making out like. like yeah, right. it has to be super awkward, right? <laughs> that was super awkward. Shira and the rest of the production team were like, okay, so this is probably what's going to happen. They're going to be macking all over each other. It's really awkward. And you're going to be like five feet from them. So if you get uncomfortable, just like look over them, look at the back of the room. So that's what we did. But we actually ended up playing the song twice. So the second time wasn't as nerve wracking, but then they were making out for like three minutes after the song was over. We're just like standing on stage. You're just standing there. <laughs> yeah. and it, it's like, it was crazy, you know, going into it, we were like, well, we're curious to see like, you know, how much is a real reality, whatever. And they did such a great job of keeping the mood set. Like if we had to do something that's not necessarily like super reality, because I mean, of course you've got cameras in your face, like it's not completely reality, but when you've got something like that, I mean, it, they did such a great job of like, like when they did it again, like when we did it again, like they didn't stop in their moment. They were having their moment and the producers were literally like, it came, you could hear a pin drop. It was silent. And they were like, and we just started playing again. Yeah. We just played one more time and like got some more, we just, they just needed more footage and stuff. And so mm-hmm. we played it again. And the, I think the weirdest part was like, after we had done, we got finished singing the second time, they were like, they needed more footage of them just like making out. So <laughs> yeah, we actually filmed it. Um, in a separate building than the building we stayed in, like the main, um, mm-hmm. the huge, I think chateau. it's called the Chateau. The chateau. Um, so anyway, in between the two takes, the two practice takes and the two real takes, 
we were supposed to film at like 1 or 2 a.m. And they ended up pushing it back till 3 a.m. So during that time period, we were just all hanging out in the small building. We ended up like laying on the floor and you guys saw there were Christmas trees everywhere. Yeah. It was just really fun because it was just chill. We were talking yeah. to you at Shima about The Bachelorette and we we're like, who wins? And she was like, can't tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are trying to get tea out of him. I love it. It was the episode where like Taisha was being teased as The Bachelorette. I was like, oh. like, give me something. And she <laughs> obviously she can't, but that's funny. That's and great. she didn't break. We, we, we did a little too much, uh, or not too much. It was just enough, but we, we were, we were trying to get as much info out of her. Like, well, who wins here? And like, who's top, whatever. And so, you know, she did a great job of like telling us stuff to make us happy, like some insider stuff that didn't spoil anything. And oh, that's cool. Like, that's really yeah. Cool so, yeah, you know, she was, she was the best man. I, yeah. I really hope she listens to this. Cause uh, we miss her. Like great. We, we talk like, easily hands down like the best person we've ever worked with on a set like that yeah i'll never forget i did uh on my hometown in uh, on my season i had betty who come and do like a private concert for becca and like all my hometown and everything and everybody was like all the people in the crowd and everything because like you said you know what it's like out there like everything's just hurry up and then you wait like that's how tv is like you just hurry up and wait you know so of course like all my friends were there five hours before i got there with becca and they said that she was just up there like cracking jokes and like and like making everybody laugh and like dancing with everybody and it was like i liked her more than you know you guys like they, she was way more fun so right. yeah <laughs> she's super cool yeah exactly like we started getting ready at 9 p.m and ended up not filming until three so you know hurry up and yeah. wait it's yeah. Yep. Like I said, you guys crushed it. You sang uh, your song, Everything I Love, and it, it's killing it right now. Six now, six on the charts. Yeah. Um, so cool. Tell us tell us the story behind that, because you guys held that song for three years, I read somewhere, right? Yeah. We were pitched the song three or more years ago, and we had it on hold. We actually recorded it probably three years ago, and then we re-recorded it like a year ago. And so we've had it forever ready to go, but we didn't really know the right time to like release it. And then when this opportunity came up, we were like, yeah, this is the perfect song. This is the perfect time to finally let her go. In hindsight, it's so weird because there was never really a reason that we didn't release it. It was just like, no, it's not really the right time. And now looking back, it's like, oh, like that's such a God thing because he knew like this is going to be the song for this moment for The Bachelor. You know, like it's just so crazy how that works. It's awesome to see like the life that the song is taking because when we recorded it three years ago versus like when we recorded it like about a year ago, I mean, we're better singers now than we are. We're getting better every single day. So it was, you know, we added stuff. We took things away. We changed the mix. We added, we recorded vocals. We added more guitars. Like we did all this stuff to it. So you can kind of see it like, well, y'all don't, but we, we took, you know, saw it take this life and we're really, really proud of where it's come, where it is now. And looking back on where it was, it was like, I don't, I would have been happy with that version of it, but this version is like exactly where we want it to be. So some incredible writers wrote it and we've been telling like it's it's time's coming like we know it's it's coming soon and this was the perfect opportunity 100 and it's pretty cool because like i'm sure you know obviously a lot of people listen to it last night and it's it could be if, if piper and matt end up together that could be their song you know what i mean that could be their song so it's pretty cool and i bet a lot of people last night were like that's a really cool song it could be like our wedding song you know stuff like that oh no, we talked about that yeah. i was like if she wins this and they end up together and, and they're for, together forever we were their first concert like that first was concert isn't that crazy cool? yeah. did you guys feel like was there any like sexual chemistry was it palpable in the room like what was that like it was from like me to the computer right now like they're right there that close oh wow you could feel it it. i mean there was a lot of sparks in the room that night you could definitely tell there was a lot of chemistry between them even on the show too like just watching the season like 
when he looks at her and you know, you can see that there's, there's something there. So, you know, best luck to her. And, and we're, yeah. we're watching you after, after our performance, it was about halfway through the show. You know, we were all like hanging out and like sipping champagne and we had some friends over and we were just having a, like a big celebration. It was awesome. But we were also like, okay, everyone shut up now. The show's back on. They're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. play. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It was a bachelor watch party. It's just cool that we're on the show, but we're here to watch the damn show. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I got to know that. what happens. Let's talk about some plans coming up. Some new music guys. What do you, obviously you guys are just now like started. I mean, it's so funny because every, you know, people don't see the behind the scenes and how much work you guys have obviously ton of work. I can't even imagine how much work you put in, but it's finally, I feel like all kind of starting to come to fruition. So like, what do you guys got in the works right now and stuff? Well, we've been writing a ton. So I think the next step for us is to go into the studio, pick a few songs and release those just to, um, you know, hightail off of this, um, everything I love high. So I guess that's the plan. And then hopefully touring comes back. I don't really know what the situation is with that, but we're crossing our fingers that it comes back as soon as possible. Yeah, we've got an incredible team over at Warner and Hollywood Records. We signed that deal. We've been with Hollywood for five years and Warner for the last uh, like couple months now. And it is like the dream team and them coming together really is the perfect match for us. And, um, you know, just working on music, trying to do everything we can in, in that sense, waiting for touring to come back. But also, like you said, taking advantage of the time and making the most of what we can do right now. Live stream shows, trying to build the audience and the fan base on socials. And then when those days come, we're going to be, I, I will never, ever take it for granted again. Like there's times when you're right. on the road and you're like, God, I'm missing home. And and we're going to miss home, of course, but I'll never, ever say like, I don't want to be here because I want to be there more than anything in the world. And I know the girls feel the same way. Like we miss it. Um, but yeah. Working with the team, eventually going to go to radio. You know, that's that's been a dream of ours forever. And when we first moved to Nashville, and uh, no, I'm sorry, when we first came to Nashville in 2015, and then we signed with Disney um, in 2016. Day one signing with them was always with the intention to sign with a Nashville partner to have a radio team to do to do that whole thing. And so now this is like all those years we've worked for like this right. moment, you know, and it's yep. great that the first thing we got to do with them was like bachelor moment. It just made, mm-hmm. it made it so special. So radio eventually. So we're, we're excited for that and, you know, stay tuned. Hopefully we'll, we'll be on there soon. Do you actually have any dates right now? Or is everything just kind of in the works? Is there a date we can tease or no dates? Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I'm looking forward. I can't wait to, to hear more from you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Before we let you go, who's your favorites right now on the show? Like who are your top four right now for Matt? I have a full theory of who's going. Oh, here we go. Good, Matt. <laughs> yeah. He didn't wait for this question the whole podcast. He's like, Blake, when are you going to ask this? You are the self-proclaimed like biggest Bachelor fan in the world, oh, yeah, right? Yes. I have a full theory. Um, I think either, I think Rachel's going to win. And if she doesn't, it'll be Michelle or uh, Michelle wins. And then later he picks Rachel. I don't know. Ooh, either way, she wins. And then I think either Katie or Abigail will be the bachelorette. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yep. I think Katie might be the bachelorette. She got sent home yeah. last night. I think Katie will be the bachelorette. And I think it's going to get announced this week. I think it's going to be announced this tomorrow. Week. Oh, no way. no way. No way. Oh, Thursday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. So I think either Michelle or Piper is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love Abigail. Like I either hope she wins or if not, I hope she's the bachelorette. She's just mm-hmm. like, she's, she's a sweetheart the girl ever. Yeah, yeah totally. I, I, I agree with that 100%. I, I liked, I liked Katie a lot. Um, I know there was like controversy because at first she was like, wait, she's like the good girl in the show. And like, she's just trying to be like the bigger person and take the high roads and like try to, you know, avoid the drama. Mm-hmm. And people were like, 
okay, well now she's always involved in the drama. And so it's like, did she actually taking the high road or is she just saying that and then actually like causing more problems? And, but I liked her. And yeah. Then she, when she got, when he, when he took her on the one-on-one date, he like grabbed the rose. I was explaining to my buddy who doesn't watch. And he's like, if like, he goes, do they ever like pick up the rose and then like not give it to them? Like, I think every time I'm like, and they're like, why do they do that? I'm like, it's got to be for the dramatic exactly reasons. dramatic like, effect okay pick up the rose whirl it look at it snip it spin it shake it throw it, and then be like, i can't give you this rose instead of being like here's the platter and it's like i can't give you that rose it's like no it's like here it is like i can't yeah exactly you're so close but uh yeah, yeah so it's like ah and so i was joking but with that whole katie seems happening i was explaining to one of our good friends at the party last night and he was like, did they ever do that? I was like, yes, yeah, sometimes they'll like pick it up and twirl it. And then they'll just be like, I can't give this to you. And literally like, he's like, you have to. I just can't give you that. He was like, my, my relationship with some of the other girls has progressed more than ours has. Like, I just can't give you this rose. It was on the one-on-one. I'm like, Micah, there it is right there. I'm like, they just did it. We were laughing. Yeah, I was a little shocked by that. I like Katie, uh, but I just felt like they had more friends vibe and everything. So I, I agree with, I think Rachel, my top four is Rachel Bree. Abigail's still in there. She's kind of disappeared a little bit. And then Michelle, those are mine right now. Yeah, we'll see though. Yeah, we'll Definitely. see. Awesome, guys. Well, you guys have been fantastic. I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you for having us. Congrats, absolutely. So much taking time. Yeah, we'll have to do it soon. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and then when you come here to Denver for Sugar's Road, I'll probably see you out there. I mean, we come to Nashville all the time, so we'll be out there in Nashville. Maybe we'll catch Wait, uh, yeah, I was going to ask if you guys, I don't know how much you guys are here, but if you ever are, like, even just grabbing yeah. a beer or lunch or hanging, like, we're, we're all about it. Yeah, because we're actually signed to DJ Silver's label. Yeah, I say I'm on DJ Silver and yeah, and, and yeah, we'll be out there all the time. So we'll grab drinks. We'll uh, yeah, we'll harmonize. I'll fucking practice my harmonizing. Yeah, right. Let's go. We can get it. We'll also buy far. The goal for 2021, or like whenever you get out here, is to get Blake yeah. to harmonize. Dude, I I can barely I can barely sing along. Like nah, dude, we got it. We got it. I love that you want to dive into it. Oh, absolutely. I'll try anything. Yeah, you're gonna look like a fool. I'll try anything. So. That would be fun. <laughs> Where can everybody find you guys, though, on uh, all the platforms and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, you can find us at Temecula Road on pretty much everything. We're, we're heavy, on, heavy on TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, and, um, you know, we, we reply to all of our own. We reply ourselves to all of our fans. So anybody that reaches out to us, um, you know, you're going to hear from us. Too. Oh, yeah. I got that. I got that repost last night. I got that restory last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I saw it. It's so funny that my, my best friend's girlfriend was like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, you can't. She's a crazy Bachelor fan. She That's loves great. it. And I was like, and when I told them, they were freaking out. It was the best. But uh, yeah, find us on all social media. Um, you know, just super thankful and grateful for this moment. Like, thank you guys seriously for having us on. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm, it won't be the last time. Yeah. Yeah, everybody go out and get everything I love right now. Yes. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow our Instagram at Behind the Rose Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, like, and give us all five of those damn stars. Behind the Rose is recorded on site at the world famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.